The preceding message is brought to you by Kingsword Everywhere Nigeria. Stay tuned after this message for more information about Kingsword Everywhere Nigeria. And we just consecrate ourselves to you afresh that you will lead us and guide us into this profit and this increase that you've ordained for us. We thank you, precious Holy Spirit, the spirit of wisdom and revelation. And we ask that you speak to our hearts this morning. Touch us one and all. Let nobody remain the same, we pray. In Jesus' mighty name. Somebody give the Lord a loud shout of praise. Give your neighbor a high five. You can be seated in God's presence. Glory be to God. Hallelujah. Um, I want to apologize to those that are on the online platform. We are having some technical issues. Um, the technical team is working on it on the YouTube channel. So I, I understand it's just audio. Um, you are able to stream at this time as soon as it's um, resolved you will be contacted or you will, you will get to know hallelujah glory be to god i want somebody to shout out loud where they are seated that my harvest is now my harvest is here glory be to god so last sunday we announced nine sundays or nine weeks of in gathering and what we are going to be doing these nine weeks is just to be gathering all the miracles, all the blessings, all the profit that God has ordained for us. Hallelujah. And the beginning point or where you need to start from is to believe that harvest is here for you. Hallelujah. Glory, glory be to God. Say with me again, harvest is here for me. Jeremiah chapter 5. I want to start with this text this morning. Jeremiah 5 verse 24. Glory, glory be to God. Jeremiah 5 and 24. They do not say in their hearts. And this was Jeremiah rebuking um, a set of people. We looked into this in the midweek service on Wednesday. He said they do not say. There's a set of people. They don't say in their hearts. Let us Fear the Lord or let us reverence the Lord our God who gives rain, both the former and the latter rain. Who gives both the former and the latter rain in its season. So there's a way a person can live. And I want you to understand what Jeremiah was trying to say here. It's life is not only about what we know or what we do or what we perceive, or what we experience. This was the error these people were making here. It's the, the way they lived their life was just limited to what they could see, what they could understand, what they could perceive. And he was saying they do not say in their heart, or they do not factor in God into their affairs. And that's what I want everyone to do in this season. Let us now fear the Lord, or let us reverence God. And this is the reason he wants you to do that. He gives us rain both the former and the latter rain, in its season. And God reserves for us the appointed weeks of harvest. Glory be to God. So our lives is not, or the way we, live, we should live our lives, or what our lives are about, it's not just about what we know, or what we do, or what we think, or what we understand. There is always a God factor. Hallelujah. 
Somebody say there's always a God factor. And many times in life, particularly when you have done everything you know to do, you are down to your wit's end, as they say. You've tried everything you know you could try, and you are not yet getting the results you need to do. Jeremiah is telling us here that learn to factor in God. That even if every other thing has failed and every other thing doesn't work, God will never fail. And I love what he said here in the fact that is the fact that God appoints to us or God designates for us appointed weeks of harvest. Hallelujah. And that's what this all through this month of July and all through the month of August is all about. We have eight weeks left. Praise God. God has appointed for us this season as a season of harvest. Praise God. Can I hear someone declare, God has appointed for me this season, this remaining eight weeks as my appointed weeks of harvest. And he said, God will give us rain. Hallelujah. He will give you the former rain. He will give you the latter rain. The latter rain particularly. The former rain, if you look at the Bible, at the beginning of um, the farming season, and I know most of us are not farmers, but a lot of things like this were seen in scriptures. At the beginning of the farming season, the former rain will come, and it will help the farmer to prepare the ground to start planting their seeds. And then they will sow their seeds. And of course, they will cultivate the seed. And towards the harvest time, towards the harvest season, God will send, I mean, not, geography, not, let me say God, the, the latter rain will come. But of course, God was the one coordinating everything, and then they will be able to harvest their seeds. Now, this isn't just applying to farming. God is not just interested in farmers as it were. There are things God can introduce into your life at the beginning of any phase of your life to help you prepare for what he has in store for you ahead of you. And when that time comes to reap the harvest, God will also introduce certain things in your life. I said in the midweek service on Wednesday, when, we are, when you see rain in scriptures like this, it's not talking about physical rain. We are not talking about the rainy season, No. We are talking about the things God is saying to you, God is doing for you, God is nudging in your life that will cause you to experience harvest, that will trigger your harvest for you. There are things that God has already said to you in the past, words have already come to you, prophecy has already come to you, things that God has done to bring you to this phase of your life and this season of your life. Hallelujah. That's the former reign. The lessons you have learned in the past. The trainings you have received in the past. The prophecies that God has spoken over your life in the past. Even the experiences God allowed you to have. Former things have come and former things have happened in your life. And all of them have prepared you for a season, a special season that God has in store for you. And I want to declare and announce over somebody again this morning. That season has come for you in the name of Jesus. Amen. Hallelujah. And then he now said, God will now give you the latter rain. God will also send certain things into your life. A word may come. 
We, we looked at this um, Isaiah 55. I don't want to go into that again this morning um, in, in the midweek service. God likened the word of God in Isaiah chapter 55 to rain. And he said, like rain comes from heaven and waters the ground and causes the seed that has been sown to grow, so shall my word be. Hallelujah. So at a time like this, you need to be very sensitive to the instructions God is going to bring your way. What the word of God assures every single one of us is that harvest is here for you. Amen. Like we were saying last month, everyone's miracle is here. Everyone's blessing is here. Glory be to God. A, a, a friend of ours, Pastor Nina and I, she was marking her 50th birthday yesterday and on a Zoom call, she was just testifying about how God miraculously healed her from a life-threatening situation. Life-threatening situation. And now she just held on to God's word and one day like that, after so many weeks of going through that ordeal, she slept like any other night before that time. But this morning when she woke up, everything had changed for her. She felt stronger, she felt healed, everything had just changed. All through that period, please listen to me very carefully, all through that period, she was holding on to the word of God, holding on to the promises of God. Maybe the first day she held on to it, she didn't see anything happen. She continued to hold on, believing that God will never fail and God will not disappoint her. She continued to hold on. And then one fateful night, glory be to God, still holding on to the word of God, she slept like she slept the previous night. Slept like she slept the previous week. But this time when she woke up in the morning, God had come through for her. I see God coming through for somebody this season in the name of Jesus. When we say harvest, we are talking about God coming through for you. Praise God. God bringing to pass I was saying also during the midweek service, like we looked at the example of David. God had given him a prophecy. You will be the king of Israel. They had anointed him with oil. Day after day had passed. Week after week had passed. Month after month had passed. 13 years or thereabout had gone by. It looked as if the prophecy wasn't going to come to pass. But in one season of David's life, hallelujah, after certain instructions came to him, the door just opened for him. And he became the king of Judah. Hallelujah. And that word that God had given him that he had not seen, it eventually happened. I can think of my life, and I'm sure you can think about your life, where you are holding on to a promise from God, believing God to do something. Days have come. Weeks have gone by. Sometimes months, and in some cases, years. But you just kept holding on and kept believing. You see, that's what Jeremiah was saying these people do not, did not do. Somewhere in their hearts, they had forgotten the God factor. And I want to hammer and drill on that this morning. They had forgotten the God factor. Look, you and I may have done everything we can know, we know to do, but we should always remember, after everything in the natural has failed and everything we know to do has not worked, God will never fail us. You are still holding on to that same promise and just one season or one day or one week or one time in your life, you will just find out that, wow, this thing I've been believing God for. Hey, the child has now come. Hey, the employment letter has now come. Hey, the promotion has now come. Hey, the healing has now manifested. Hey, the prophecy has now been fulfilled. That is what harvest season looks like. And that's what it means. 
God designating appointed weeks of harvest for you, Jeremiah said. Never forget this thing about God. He has designated appointed weeks and he will give us the former and the latter rain in that week, in that season. Maybe a word will come. Maybe you will hear somebody's testimony. Maybe you will hear a song. Maybe you will hear a sermon. Maybe you will read a book. And the very things that God has promised you and God has prophesied over your life that have not happened in that space of time, glory be to God, there will be a harvest. There will be a manifestation. That's the God we serve. Hallelujah. And for several people under the sound of my voice, these remaining eight weeks... That is the kind of season you have stepped into in the name of Jesus. Now, we've already had one week. And like we said last week, I told you I'm going to give you a sequel every week. We started it by just praising God. Last week was all just about Thanksgiving. In fact, I will go back to week zero. The week before that, we fasted and prayed. All that one was just to water the ground. Hallelujah. Praise God. We fasted. We have prayed. And listen, we'll continue to do these things. We'll continue to fast. We're not going to stop. We'll continue to pray. We'll continue to give God thanks. But every week we're going to focus on something. You see, let me say this to us. Everything God asks of us to do and tells us to do, we need faith. We need faith. This our friend was telling us how she just held on to the word of God. She likes using the word raw a lot. I just held on to God's promise raw that I'm healed. God is, I just held on to it raw. You need faith. You have to believe. I shared something with you last Sunday. Jesus looked at disciples. Don't tell yourself the harvest is four months away. Don't look at the natural. I am telling you the harvest is now. By the Spirit. Sometimes the signals just come by the Spirit. This is what God is saying he wants to do at this time. These are the appointed weeks of harvest for you. This is the time where your promises will manifest. This is the time where your prophecies will come to pass. That did not come to pass yesterday or last week or last month or even last year. That is not the issue now. They do not say in their hearts, let us reverence God. That gives us the former and the latter rain. And appoints to us the weeks of harvest. That was their error. One of us will make that error in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. So we've prayed and fasted as a church. Last week we were thanking God as a church. This week, our focus is the main thing we need to do. The number one harvest we need to focus on is the souls that God wants to gather in. Hallelujah. You see, this thing is not difficult. The wisdom of God is not difficult. In fact, I love the way Solomon said in the books of Proverbs. He said, wisdom walks in the streets. Wisdom is not, the wisdom of God is not complicated. Wisdom is, is speaking out loud, shouting out loud on the streets. Oh, you simple, turn in here and hear me. Everybody can grab the wisdom of God. The wisdom of God is not like rocket science, that you have to go to one top university with very expensive school fees to figure out how to operate in it. No, God doesn't do his wisdom like that. God makes his wisdom available to everybody. In fact, if you are not careful, 
the, the simplicity of the wisdom may confuse you. Paul talked about us being confused by the simplicity of the gospel. This is the wisdom. Focus on saving souls. That's the sequel you are going to use to gather in your harvest this week. Can I hear a loud amen? amen? The priority is who is the person in my life that God wants to plant in church. Very simple goal. And all through these weeks of harvest, that is the main plan. I would say this is the number one sequel. Every one of us is challenged to plant just one soul. Somebody say just one. Minimum in church. Hallelujah. And as you reap that harvest for God or bring that person in for God, this is your own wisdom. You are bringing in your own miracle. You are bringing in your own breakthrough. You are bringing in your own deliverance in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Praise God forevermore. Hallelujah. Now, look at Joel chapter 2. Glory, glory be to God. Another promise we are standing on. Joel 2 from verse 23. Be glad then, you children of Zion. Look at your neighbor and say, God is talking to you. Be glad. Hallelujah. And rejoice in the Lord your God. For he has given you the former rain faithfully. And he will cause the rain to come down for you, the former rain and the latter rain in the first month. Praise God. A month will come or a season will come in your life where God will release rain upon your life. Again, rain here is not talking about physical rain. God will release certain things. It can be grace. It can be favor. Primarily, it's the word of God. Like the word we are declaring over the house this season. God will give you the rain, the former and latter rain in the first month. And what will happen? The threshing floors will be full of wheat. Somebody declare out loud, my harvest is now. My harvest is here. That's what that phrase means. That your threshing floor, you have gathered in your harvest. Praise God. Your threshing floor is full of wheat. Your vat will overflow with new wine and oil. Now, you and I are not farmers. We can apply this way. Your bank account will be full. Hallelujah. Your investment will be full. Glory be to God. The, 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 the job you are doing, the business you are involved in, doors will open. There will be increase. Hallelujah. And the way we need to plug into it is to understand that what God prizes the most, what is most important to God in any generation, in any time, is people getting saved. Hallelujah. You and I want all manner of increase like this. Threshing floors being full of wheat, the vats being overflowing with oil, with oil, increase in our bank accounts, increase on our jobs, increase in our businesses, joy and peace in our home. That is our own harvest. God's own harvest is for the kingdom of hell to be depopulated and for the kingdom of heaven to be full of people. And we need to make that connection. I shared this with us some weeks ago. If there was one secret the early church knew that made them in the book of Acts see all the miracles and the breakthroughs they experienced was that they went about everywhere preaching the gospel to get people saved. And as they, as they applied that wisdom or that principle, every other thing was just opening up for them. That's what we want to do in these eight weeks. Praise God. We've printed these cards for those of you that like using physical cards available. Invite cards to people. 
if you are the kind of person that I, if I have cards, I can use to invite people, they are available at the back. This is the instruction I'm giving. We are not going to just give them out to anybody. Everybody that wants it, go to the usher stand at the back, ask them for as many cards as you need. You can pick them, use them to invite people. If physical invites doesn't work for you, or you are not that kind of person that look, giving people cards is what works for me, the invite card is going to be posted on the WhatsApp chat rooms and on our social media platforms. You can use that to invite people electronically. The wisdom for our profit for this season is to gather in the souls of people that God wants to be a part of this church. Not just for them to come and visit us in church, for us to plant them into church. Hallelujah. We've looked at this verse over and over again. Let's look at it again. John 15, verse 16. Glory be to God. John chapter 15, verse 16. Look at it again this morning. You did not choose me, the Lord Jesus speaking, but I chose you. Hallelujah. And I appointed you. Just like Jeremiah told us he has designated and appointed weeks of harvest for us, Jesus is also telling us, I have appointed you to be fruitful. I have chosen you to be fruitful. There are people in and around your life, my life, that God has ordained for you to reap out of the kingdom of darkness and plant into the house of the Lord. Pull them out of going to hell and get them into the house of God. Plant them into the kingdom of heaven. I have chosen you and have appointed you that you should go and bear fruit and that your fruit should remain. Hallelujah. And whatever you ask the Father in my name, it will be given to you. Praise God. So the wisdom for our prophets, the wisdom that will help us to see miracles this season, the wisdom that will help us to gather our own harvest, all the results we want to see in our lives, all the breakthroughs we want to experience, all the miracles we want to have is the wisdom of gathering souls into the house of God. And I'll tell you, anybody that will dare to listen to me, anybody that will get involved in reaching out to people and planting them in the house of God, establishing them in church, the goal is just for you to do one person minimum. Those of you that can go after a family, go after a family. Those of you that can go after an entire neighborhood, go after a neighborhood. Those of you that can go after a community, go after a community. But at the minimum, just target one person. And for every soul that we plant in the house of God, every person that we snatch out of their way going to hell or just wandering in life, not planted in a local church, not growing in the will and plan of God for their lives, for every one person who will reap for God that way, we will also be reaping our own miracles. Hallelujah. It's so simple. Do you understand that with me this morning? It's so simple. And think about this. I was saying this in the workers' meeting yesterday. If every adult in this church will plant one person in church, the church will double. Hallelujah. And imagine if we just have that as a lifestyle and as a habit in church, where every season, every person, every able body adult plants one person, every season the church can be doubling. And there's no way we can be doing that that will not be harvesting miracles in our own lives. Glory be to God. Now, this is the part I love best. We're going to pray about it again this morning. God will give us the ring to experience this. We don't have to struggle. Praise God. 
We don't have to be under stress. It doesn't have to be a burden. Understand that God will give you the rain. God will give you the wisdom to reach out to the people you are supposed to reach out to. God will give you the favor to approach them. God will give you whatever it takes. He said, look, don't be like those people that say in their heart, let us fear and reverence God. Don't make that mistake. Understand that there are two things Jeremiah told us. Understand that number one, God will designate the season of your harvest for you. Then number two, he will give you the rain for the harvest. What it takes to reap the harvest. I love what Jesus taught in, in, in the, the parable of the sower. Where he said that the sower sows the seed in the soil and he goes to sleep night and day. He goes to bed night and day. He does not know how the seed will grow of itself based on what God has done in the soil and based on what God has fabricated into the seed. That seed will bring forth a harvest of itself. All the sower needs to do is, number one, sow the seed, go and sleep night and day. Then when the harvest comes, he puts in the sickle and he reaps the harvest. There is always the God factor. And that's what we need to focus on. Number one, that God has designated a season of harvest for us, individually and collectively. Glory be to God. And in this season of harvest, God will release the rain that will make the harvest possible. The rain that will make it easy. Hallelujah. The only thing God will not do for us is God will not choose for us. God will not force us. Hallelujah. But everything we need to have to truly experience a harvest, to truly have miracles, to truly have breakthroughs, to truly experience healing, God has promised the releases. I will give you the former rain. I will give you the latter rain. You only need to put in the sickle. Hallelujah. Praise God. And I'm telling you, that individual that God has positioned in your life that you can reap and plant into the church, that's your sickle. Praise God. Rise on your feet this morning. Leave those hands to heaven where you are. And pray this again this morning. We prayed it during the midweek service. I want us to pray it again. Father, I receive the rain. The rain for the harvest. And listen, there are two ways. If you follow what I shared with you, there are two things. There is the rain for God's harvest. Hallelujah. There is the rain for God's harvest. The people that God is going to plant or um, designate for you to bring into the house of God. He will give you the rain for those people. All of a sudden, somebody will just call you. Maybe a contact you've not spoken to before. And in the process of the conversation, ah, I, I don't even have a church I'm going to now. And maybe as you are talking to the person, the person is not even sure whether he's born again or not. The moment you start seeing signal that that's God giving you rain, so this is your opportunity. Go after this person. Or maybe you go out on evangelism and you meet a neighbor or you meet somebody and in the process of engaging the person, you find out, ah, this person you are not saved or you don't have a church. Or the person is going through a difficulty 
and they need God in their life. Any time opportunities like that show up, just interpret it as God giving you the rain. You are not going to have to go to Australia to go and find souls to plant in church. Can I hear a loud amen? amen. The people you are going to plant this season in the church of God, they are right in your life. And opportunities are going to come to you. Lift your hands one more time and say, Father, I receive the rain. Say it again, Father, I receive the rain for your harvest. And I make that my focus this season. All through this week and all through this season, Lord, I focus on your harvest. Open your mouth and let's pray this morning. I receive the rain. We receive the rain for your harvest. We receive the wisdom for your harvest. The people you want to plant in church, the other sheep, that you have ordained to be a part of this fold. We receive the rain. Come on, somebody, open your mouth, lift your voice and pray with us. We receive the rain. We receive the open doors. We receive the opportunities to reach out for the, to them. We receive the opportunities to invite them to church. We receive the opportunities to bring them to church as we come to church. We receive the opportunities to plant them in church. We receive your rain. We receive the rain. We receive the rain. Eketosa. We receive the rain. We receive the rain. For the harvest of souls. We decree this morning, oh God, there is no individual that you want to be a part of us in this church that we will miss out on in this season. We receive the rain. We receive the rain. Every opportunity to preach the gospel to someone. Every opportunity to invite someone to church. Every opportunity to bring someone to church. We receive it in the name of Jesus. We receive the rain. We receive the rain. Open your mouth and pray with us again this morning. We receive that rain. Everyone planting at least one person in church. We receive the rain. We receive the rain. We receive the rain. We receive the rain. Oh, Yakata Yalapa. We are sensitive to the people that God has placed around us that need Jesus at this time. And we gather them in. We gather them in. We gather them in from wherever they may be. And we decree, oh God, the house of God is full of the harvest of souls. In the name of Jesus. We receive the rain. Oh, Yatayala Brekedoboso. Mankatayala Baba 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 Baba. Oh, thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. I want you to make this connection. It's a very simple connection. And I don't want you to be afraid of making the connection. Don't see it as a gimmick. Don't see it as a trick. See it for the simplicity that the Bible reveals that it is. Reach out to God's people. Reach out to souls and plant them in church. And it will open the door for your own miracles. Hallelujah. Reach out to the lost. Reach out to the unchurched. Reach out to the unsafe people around you. Do it intentionally. Do it deliberately. Reach out to people. Plant them. Bring them and plant them into church. And see it as your own seed. 
as your own connection for your own miracles. That's the second kind of harvest we are believing God for. Uh, but that is the secondary harvest. This is the wisdom for our prophet. Let's just put God's harvest first. Put God's harvest first. Hallelujah. There, there are two parts to the God harvest. Before we pray for our own miracles, listen to me very carefully. The most important one is the souls. The people. The second one is all the other things we need. The resources, the finances, and all the things we need. The operations we need to get the souls and to retain the souls. I'm going to focus on that in the second service. But in this first service, I want you to make the connection. As I plant people in church, as I reach out for people that don't know God or people that know God that are not planted in a church, and I do all I can do to plant them in church, I sow a seed and I make it possible for me to enjoy my own harvest. Praise God forevermore. It's a simple connection. It's a simple wisdom. Do God's own first, and then God will do your own. Can I hear a loud amen? And I decree again over everyone, everyone that will commit to planting new people into church, you will not miss out on your own miracle in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. So now we're going to pray for our miracle because that one also takes faith. Somebody needs a new job, we're going to pray for it. Somebody needs a promotion on their job, we're going to pray for it. Somebody needs a healing in their body, we're going to believe God for it. That's all part of the harvest. Can I hear a loud amen? amen? But the wisdom that can bring that profit is by us putting God's own harvest first. Leave those hands this morning and declare again like we read in Joel chapter 2. My vats are overflowing. My threshing floors are full of wheat. There is increase and harvest. Let me hear your voice. Say there is increase and harvest of all sorts and of all kinds in my life. This season of my life, every harvest that heaven has ordained for me to have, I receive them right now. I gather them in right now. I, I love that testimony that that brother shared with us. He had done a job several months ago. Praise God. And the people did not pay for one reason or the other. And then he connected to a prayer meeting with Dr. King. And God sent rain. You see, sometimes that's how rain comes. The word just comes, the prayer comes. And then the money was released. Glory be to God. I pray you have those kind of testimonies in this season. I pray you have those kind of results in this season. I pray you have those kind of miracles in this season. I said something on Wednesday, harvest many times, it connotes restoration. Something that ought to have happened, that has not happened, or something that was stolen from you, or withheld from you. Then a harvest season comes, and God releases rain, and then there is restoration. I pray that will be your portion this season. Lift up your hands and open your mouth and declare in the name of Jesus. 
every harvest, every miracle that I desire to have in my life, I receive it now. Father, I receive the rain for my own harvest in the name of Jesus. I receive the rain. I receive the rain. I receive the rain for my own harvest my own miracle, what I want to see on my job, what I want to see concerning my business, I receive the harvest for my own miracle. This season, oh, and just as I am sensitive for the instructions for the Lord's harvest, I am also sensitive for the instructions of my own harvest. I receive my harvest. I receive my miracles. These are my appointed weeks of harvest. This is my designated season of harvest. I receive my own. I receive my own breakthrough. I receive my own overflow. I receive my own increase in the name of Jesus. I receive it. Thank you, Lord. This is my designated season. My designated season. My appointed weeks. In the name of Jesus. Now listen to me and listen to me very carefully. God will also give you a rain or an instruction for your own harvest. Hallelujah. God will give you. He will give you a word for your own harvest. So just as we are sensitive to hear what God is saying concerning the people around us that he wants us to plant in church, we are equally sensitive to what God is saying. Do this business with this person. Don't do this business with this person. Send in your CV to this place. Praise God. When we talk about receiving the rain, that's what we are really talking about. The instructions and the words God will give you. But this is the key. If you are positioned for harvest and you are ready for it, you are in a position to hear and be guided by those instructions. So I pray over you this season. You will not miss any instruction for your harvest this season. You will not miss any instruction for your miracle this season. You will not miss the guidance of the Holy Spirit for this season. God will bring you into the increase that he has ordained for you. Hallelujah. Can somebody give the Lord a loud shout of praise? We give you the praise, Father. Thank you for this remaining eight weeks appointed for our harvest. Father, we thank you that we will never be the same again. As we gather in the souls that you have ordained to be a part of us, thank you because we are also gathering in our own miracles as well. In Jesus' mighty name. Somebody give the Lord a loud shout of praise. Hallelujah. Let's have our seats in God's presence. We give you praise, Father. Glory, glory be to God. We're going to honor the Lord with our tithes and offerings. Let's get ready to give. I'm going to talk more about this in the second service. Because of time, I didn't want to put it with this. We are the preceding message was brought to you by Kingsword Everywhere Nigeria. We are located at Kingsword Auditorium, Etel Avenue, behind NNPC Filling Station, First Bank Bus Stop, off Kudarat Abiola Way, Argun, Lagos. Email? KMI Africa 
at kingsword.org. Telephone 234-810-00640.